Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Let's get to Banny Lamb. Banny is our guest for the half hour. He is head of research at CEB International Investment. He's on the line from Hong Kong. Banny, no surprise, Xi Jinping is in total control. How much more risk does this create for those who are interested in putting money to work in the mainland economy and markets? I think, like uh, for myself, looking at this, is uh, I think he like uh, I think again to take over the like uh, the control of China, okay, uh, within the next five years, that would be helpful to maintain the economic and political stabilities with developing the country. Because I used to see like um, the conflict and also the last several years the slowdown of the economy, that like uh, put a lot of burdens actually on the economic growth of the country. So. Um, if he like uh, can like uh, I think introduce some more like a uh, very positive like policy economic policy, I think that is a very positive for the development of China. Is there anything you're anticipating in terms of policy? Perhaps some tax reform, um, perhaps something to do around the property sector, or even a relaxation of COVID zero. I think like uh, there's a lot of things like uh, I think he can do uh, after like uh, finishing the Congress and. Uh, of course, right now the market needs like a more relaxations of the public policy. Of course, this is subject to the health risk of the like a facing China. Uh, another thing is, uh, I think on the structural reforms, there's a lot of things that he can do. Remember that like a property market actually have a very big slump now, and uh, I think for the property development, we need not only like uh, the healthy development of the of the sector, and also we need buy sell I actually put on the market actually to make the market more active. They employ lots of people, they increase the like a job employment. That is very helpful. I think uh, there's a lot of policies will be coming up for the property market. Other things I think on the like uh, reforms on the financial markets, I think that, that will be helpful. And the more openings for like a, uh, like outside money, we're coming into China's to invest in the like a financial products that would be quite helpful for the development of the country. There is a lot of ambition to create kind of uh, types of technologies that China really doesn't have mm. at this point, and we mm. know what the U.S. is doing to try to squelch those opportunities. Very quickly, uh, is that the biggest risk right now? Do you think for advancement, U.S.-China tr- tensions? Very quickly, Benny. I think like uh, you, if you heard about the news, a lot of uh, like uh, tensions uh, on the like a uh, high tech stuff. Like uh, you can like uh, China cannot use the uh, high tech stuff in the U.S. and the U.S. cannot export the high tech stuff. But remember that like uh, the chips, like uh, the semiconductors business, mm-hmm. like uh, China, like in the next couple of years, I would say they will invest a lot of money on it. 
And Benny, uh, we've talked a little bit about the changing political landscape in China. I want to talk about your investing thesis now. I mean, I know you think China stocks have found the floor. Is this a good time to buy? And if so, what are you looking at? Like uh, for the moment, because uh, as, as maybe you know that right now is uh, we need some catalyst actually boosting market sentiment. And then one of the sentiment, I think the sentiment boosting you need like uh, the COVID policies adjustments. And also, like uh, on the other side, maybe on the like a uh, stronger like uh, a YMB, and also like uh, on the liquidity side, I think U.S. rate hike maybe like a uh, slow down. So all these things like uh, you haven't seen a lot like on the table for the moment. So I think for the rest of the year, I would say like uh, we have a more positive to like looking at some of the sectors that will be favorable to like uh, the rate hike. I think Hong Kong banks maybe one of them. And uh, because the net interest margin has to go up, that will be boosting their products in the coming quarters. Second one, I think I like very positive is uh, like a uh, China, I think telecommunications network operators. Um, they are like a least affected by the convict policies in China. And also uh, you see the earnings of the companies actually quite good. Uh, and also have a stable dividends. So I remember positive on this sector as well. One of the big dark clouds uh, looming over the Chinese economy is obviously the, the property space. Are you mm-hmm. optimistic that the government could step in and try to revive that in a way that's not excessive? I think uh, we still need some time. Uh, I think my, my, my stand actually is uh, the way like a government doing is want to use the market to fix a problem. On the buy side and sell side, but the ones like uh, you go in the middle just right now, you need some of the support from the government policies, like uh, for example on the liquidity side, and also maybe on liquidity side on both. That is like you have to support actually the, the developers and also the sellers, the buyers. So uh, for the moment, I think you still need some time to adjust the market. And reviving uh, the market, the sectors, I think we still need some more like half a year from now. I will more positive on the sectors on the next year. And then once actually the, the problems are fixing, I think the most of the developers have their, like a renew their portfolio to redevelop the new property projects. That would be quite helpful like to boost the whole sectors next year. Wondering if you're seeing anything you like in H shares at the moment. H shares, I think like I have, I think you can see Shanghai and also Shenzhen actually go to a pretty low level already. And uh, I think if you're positive to the, like, um, uh, after the, like, uh, 20 Congress, and then what they say about, like, economic political stabilities, that will be helpful for most of the sectors uh, developing. And as you know that, like, uh, innovations, uh, innovation is also one of the very important part for China's to maintain the growth. So uh, on the China side, I think in ACS, there's a lot of technology stocks like uh, you can like uh, searching for. I think that would be quite positive. That would also like uh, help boost the whole market. Yeah, right now I'm looking at the pre-market for uh, Hong Kong and the Hang Seng could be gapped down around uh, 2%. Before we let you go, Benny, I want to get your take on what's happening with, uh, with Japan and particularly the intervention of the yen. Is this a fool's errand here? I mean, it looks as though the yen wants to trade on the weak side of 150. I think, like, uh, I don't believe, like, uh, intervention actually is effective. Yeah, and first, second is, uh, from the Japan side, actually, is a structural problem because the monetary policy between BOJ and also Federal Reserve are too extreme. 
So every people will like uh, take a profit, actually like a uh, shorting again, actually buying US dollars. Okay. So in this side, every time they have uh, like a uh, uh, intervention markets to support the yen. I think the trader is doing the same thing, like a uh, shutting again after doing that. So you see every time they're going in the market, like uh, within one day actually go back. Mm -hmm. So that is not, not like uh, effective for everything. So I'm not like a very negative to like uh, the yen performance. All right. All right. Benny Lam, head of research at CEB International Investment. The countdown has begun from May 14th to 16th. A thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.